so this um, episode that we're about to share is was recorded almost a month ago. And why do you think that is, Gabriel? Well, I think that's because you and I have done a whole lot of nothing for a month. For sure, yeah. I mean, I remember we recorded it a week right after the first episode released, and I just stopped editing. But I think we also both had a lot of things to do. Yeah, I was going back and forth between Jersey and North Carolina. But it's good. We're back to our normal routines. So that's enjoyable, enjoyable. Um, on this episode, we got Peter and Dorothy. They were wonderful. They uh, had a lot a lot of thoughts on current situation and just how um, modern day life is affecting their demographic. What do you think about the guests? How do you think they fared? Yeah, I mean, Peter and Dorothy, they're great kids. Um, they also have a really good dynamic. But they shared a lot about their high school experiences and a lot about what they're missing out on their senior year. At the same time, even though we are releasing this almost a month after the interview or, or a month after we recorded, their experiences and their outlooks are actually still very applicable yeah, because definitely. right now everything is still so tentative and uncertain. So right. um, even though we are releasing this late, it's still going to be relevant. So I hope you yeah, enjoy definitely. it. Yeah, we're five weeks in, everything's still up in the air. But can I just say that if I were Dorothy or Peter, I would be so pissed like to have your senior year in high school ruined by i mean not ruined obviously but it's pretty ruined let me at least be real it's a little rude i mean what do they have like they didn't get a chance to say bye right exactly it's terrible like they're they're not gonna get to walk they're not gonna get to do prom the youtube prom (laughs) oh lord online stream prom um no, no no online stream graduation man yeah i mean like it's just it's such a robbery it's so unfortunate you know and like Uh, it's it's, they're very first world losses but they're certainly losses i mean like it's such an unfortunate thing for them i'm pretty sure i saw this screenshot online there's someone did a graduation on animal crossing oh lord jeez that's the new thing right everybody's on animal crossing that game (laughs) i know i said it before but that game is just capitalism manifest and that is a terrible template for a game like it's all it's i feel like i'm in you know in like a fun game there's a bunch of side quests that you don't want to do but you can't always be having fun animal crossing is just those side quests some people enjoy those side quests to a passion <laughs> i don't i don't want to be around those people anymore man. i don't want to go <laughs> to their island that's like all our peers man <laughs> including in, myself in warzone you jump out of a helicopter parachute into combat with nothing and build a small little empire you can die, you go to a gulag and fight your way out. Like, that game is Do you know awesome. what keeps people in to Warzone? Violence, I hope. No. The dumb collectibles and the dumb tasks that you have to complete. Like, land in a stadium three times or get three headshots in a row. Like, <laughs> I would rather get three headshots in a row than fish in a digital world. What about catching bugs? All right, well, Catching Bugs is obviously a nonstop thrill ride, but uh, I don't get it, man. I don't get that game. I don't get Stardew Valley. At least Stardew Valley is semi-fun. So, Matt, what stood out to you about this week's episode? What, what from what they shared, what really struck a chord with you? Um, I mean, it's always great to talk to young people, and especially when they make fun of me for being old, even though I'm not. But uh, the thing that really opened my eyes was just I I definitely underestimate how much high school Christians kind of like like Dorothy and Peter they are still very on top of pursuing God and their faith on daily walk or at least their understanding of it yeah I really valued the perspective but a big thing with me that struck a chord was their maturity through all this has been great like if somebody had given me a platform and I had lost my senior year I would have moaned for as long as they would have given me. But these guys, they take it in their stride. Like, obviously, they're upset about it, and who could blame them? But, I don't know, they're very accepting of the circumstances, and I appreciate that, and I admire that. Especially, like, right now, we've got a lot of adults that can't even handle the situation with such poise and elegance. I'm pretty sure we tried to trigger them to give them a platform to complain, and they were still oh, we def- yeah, we pretty mature them. about it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I mean, how could you blame them? That's content right there. All right, guys, I don't want to ramble too much and waste your time. Enjoy the episode. 
Here we go. Hello, welcome to episode two of the Woes Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm your co-host, Gabriel. So we have a high school episode today. Uh, our guests are Peter <laughs> and Dorothy. They're also former Sunday school students of mine. Could you say hello? Hi, I'm Peter. I'm a high hello. school senior. <laughs> Hi, Peter. <laughs> hello, I'm Dorothy. I'm also a high school senior. All right. So knowing that you guys are in high school, we wanted to start off podcast every time with just the question, what's your situation? So everything's getting canceled for you guys, um, including school. You guys are stuck at home because of the COVID-19. And also you guys are possibly having canceled events. So what's the update on so prom, graduation, all that stuff like can you share a little bit about what's going on for you guys? It, imagine you're explaining this to someone who's not in high school or doesn't have a high school kid, like me. <laughs> uh, Peter, I, you go first. Okay. Okay. So from like things that I've heard, I think California canceled like school for the rest of the year, and um, I think maybe a couple other states did too. But like for my school, so far, like. We don't really know where it's gonna go and I know like some other schools canceled until May 1st um, as of now and like my prom is in June so that it's really late so I think prom isn't canceled for now and graduation might be because Rutgers we do ours at the rack which is like a oh. stadium at Rutgers and um, Rutgers canceled all events through June, so I'm assuming that we don't have a place right now. But I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like it might be a bigger deal for Dorothy because for me, like I, I already got my prom dress, <laughs> and it's not refundable. <laughs> you can't return it. But Wait, it's you, just you, like you bought it already, Dorothy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Christy and I got ours together. Basically, like, just everything now is tentative. So, like, our school, they didn't even put a confirmed, like, date that we're going to get back. It's just, for now, like, everything's put on hold and nobody knows what's going on. So, it's like... (sighs) I do know for generally, girls, it's like they put a lot more time and effort into it. I'm sounding sexist right now, but... (laughs) No, like, I... No, it's just that, like, I spent a lot of money on it. That's it. <laughs> right, it's a pretty serious financial investment. Yeah, for yes, sure. It yeah. is. I, I chose not to go to prom my senior year because I didn't have anyone to ask, and I was <laughs> a loser. But for you guys, you don't have a choice. Yeah, it's kind of complicated because, yeah. like, for me, like, I'm going to prom with Serena, and Serena goes to a different school. So we had to get, like, forms signed, and they had to be signed... Well, they were supposed to be signed by, like, a certain date, like, in April, I think around, like, like May... Actually, April to May-ish. And so I don't really know how that's going to work out right now. And especially, like, she has two dresses, which, actually, she got one for free, and she got one, like, from her friend. And, like, she got another one for, like, 60 bucks or something. So she's... She's on the better side, but, like... Yeah. Still, yeah we were kind of planning so were most people like were do most of your peers and ha- already have had did you guys already ask like did the what's it called prom are the couples proposal. already connected yeah are the proposals completed okay. for most <laughs> no yeah everyone knows who's going with who like a general is that going to carry over if we postpone prom to september uh. <laughs> uh. like <laughs> that's how it works now you actually know who you're going with before yeah, you have yeah, to like, no, honestly, I didn't think that's how it was until this year i thought like <laughs> proposals were like actually like people asking them and people like saying yes but like no. apparently it's not it's just like a formality now yeah yeah so like <laughs> you confirm with who you go with so you don't get rejected and it's like awkward yeah, <laughs> it's also security 
but a different yeah, but, kind. Yeah, but it's like that's part of the whole story and the risk and the yeah. And then the Matt, in the real world, we don't take risks with our heart. You're thinking of movies. Wait, that's like my whole life. Like, geez. <laughs> well, that speaks a lot. Like, I remember when I was a junior, the only problem I went to, I like, I pulled out like the proposal like a little too early, but it was fine. I got away with it. <laughs> I didn't like it just under the wire. I didn't oh, like March. No. I didn't like March because I was worried that the person I was asking might be t- like asked first. Oh God. But it worked. And, uh, I almost said unfortunately. It worked fortunately, I think, but it kind of it kind of so stunk because so like pretty. there was such a long type period between the promposal and the actual prom. Yeah. It just kind of like lost all steam. But whatever. Mm-hmm. My high school life does not matter. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, but I so, promposed like in May last year, like towards the end of May. May for this year? <laughs> no, like last year, like when I went to prom last year. I proposed wow. like the Friday before Friday or Thursday before Peter, Memorial do you go, Day. Peter, do you go to a smaller school, right? Mm, you, no, my size? school's pretty big. I think we're like two to three thousand. Oh wait, bro. So you asked you wait. You have a junior prom? Oh no, did you ask a senior? Yeah, I did ask a senior. Old move. I mean, we were friends. <laughs> so for me, I feel like the hardest part of the corona effect on everything is the uncertainty and is that what it is for you guys would you almost rather have the bad news right up front and know exactly where you're going to be at or do you want to keep like being able to hope that hey maybe something will free up and we can jump start i think i don't know because like the waiting period i feel like at this point i'm cool with the waiting because like senior year like waiting for college decisions, getting deferred, getting waitlisted, all of that stuff. It's just waiting. Yeah, it's true. I'm used to it at this point. And then like on top of that, having like senior year postponed, is just like more. But I think like in general, if I could choose, I would rather have like a set date. Cause then like, like for homework and stuff, I know when I have to get it done. I don't have to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going back to school tomorrow. I have to like, because right now I've been kind of slacking. Right, of course. Yeah. And that, that's I almost don't know when I'm going back. So, just everything. So it's going to be really stressful if they're like, hey, school starts again tomorrow. Yeah. Are your, are your teachers a little more relaxed because of due dates, because of the whole situation? Like, yeah. can you like weasel your way out of things by asking the, saying the right words in your emails? Just like, oh, like, I'm so <laughs> sorry my internet didn't work yesterday. Like, Matt's just being honest about the educational experience in the U.S. Okay, some of them, The t- one time I was just like, hey, I just didn't see this announcement. And the teacher was like, it's okay. Like, I'm being lenient. And I was like, okay, cool. But then, like, other times, it's just like, I do it last minute, like, at 11.50. Like, cutting it close. Right, right on the line. <laughs> Yeah, I was right. This is college life early. It really is. There's a lot of yeah. like that in college. If you go to a big university, you'll have like a lot of midnight do essays, submit online and stuff like that. It's not, I would yeah. much rather have it due like early in the morning. Like my my bio teacher makes things assigned at like 7 a.m. Because like that's when we're supposed to get to school. And so like instead of just having like the night deadline which like i'm a procrastinator so i know i'm not gonna make i would rather have like a morning deadline yeah i'm i'm more during the school year i'm more productive at like two in the morning yeah i definitely agree that's when i got all anything good i ever did was after midnight yeah cool on the other hand like the whole quarantine thing like sports Oh, that's oh, really sad. Man, I miss yeah. watching sports. Wait, are you, do you do a spring sport? I I was supposed to be captain for the track team this year. Oh my goodness, that's a real. Did you have any? That, so did dedication. you even start train? Did you start training for the season? He puts up um, schedules for us to follow, but one like I'm home, so I've been like still slacking, and it's like most of the season's gonna be over. Some people are saying they might extend the season to like summer, but I don't think that's gonna happen. But like, I'm also not allowed to leave the house. So I can't go to like the school track and practice or anything. So I have to do all my workouts and stuff like indoors and it's like not as great. 
I hear you. Yeah, that's got to be frustrating on so many levels. But well, it sounds like yeah. you're handling it really well. I don't know that I would have had that same maturity when I was a senior in high school. I would have been pretty bummed about being told I had to stay anywhere. I'm, I'm so far removed from high school. Well, not that far. Six years, right? Seven. Seven years. So, I mean, ba- senior year was my year for baseball, too. So I, I can't imagine missing out. Like, I, I had to bench warm two years, like, work hard my junior year. And senior year was when I was a captain, I think. Mm-hmm. Was I a captain? You play baseball. Yeah, I think I was one of the two captains. Yeah, this is the real <laughs> surprising part. Not that but, he was successful that he played. Oh, I was successful my senior year, so if he took that away, yeah, I would have been a crappy baseball player. Yeah. So I can't imagine missing of your effort. Yeah, I can't imagine missing out. What what track events do you perform? Um, <laughs> I'm so bad. What what track I events run, are you participating in? I run um I run the four hundred. That's like the main event that I run. I don't enjoy it as much as the shorter distances. And then like, sometimes I do the mile for fun. You, you can outrun most people at church? Um, probably not. Maybe like girls and maybe like longer distances. Can you outrun Peter in a 400? Probably. Uh, <laughs> but the confidence me. level is just so I, I don't think so. Actually, yeah, it's been a minute, so I don't know. It's but. okay. I found, out, I found out like two weeks ago that I can outrun... Gabriel on an 80-yard 80, 80 run. Okay, so. okay. First off, first off, we ran one. <laughs> Second, outran is definitely a stretch. If he was ahead, and I'm not sure he was, it was a <laughs> centimeter at best. I was definitely ahead. And I phoned it in because given the the initial analysis of the situation, I didn't think it would require maximum effort. Oh, That's no. as diplomatically as I can put it. Peter, are you missing out on any events either, like uh, of your extracurriculars? Um, um, yeah, actually... School closed, I think, the Monday of the week that I was supposed to go to FBLA States. And FBLA is like Future Business Leaders of America. We had a state competition, and which I was preparing for. And they said they're going to postpone it, but like I don't think they're going to have it. Because I know other states that had like leadership conferences around this time, also they canceled instead of postponed. So... Yeah, we're you, probably not gonna have states. Can you share a little bit more about what this, or what this like competition uh, oh, looks okay. like? Um, there are a bunch of different events. Um, like you can do, like a business simulation type thing. So, uh, they give you prompts, and it's all on like their website. And you can, what you do is you plan a business and you create like a business and sometimes you can make fake social medias for like just promoting your business and then you have to get like some followers and reach i guess a significant amount of people and then present your business to these judges which are actually just like teachers and like chaperones that come from other schools but they're supposed to be very impartial we get there Wednesday, which is the opening ceremony. Is that in-state? Yes, it's Atlantic City. It's like, where did Peter go for Saturday afternoon? It's like, the social media stuff, is that for real? Or, like, you have to judge the um, Yeah, so um, my sophomore year, I did something called um, social media, like, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> I don't know. Great business. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I think... It was like just like we had to take care of like we had to create a business and like take care of like the social medias so um we created a business called fresher spelled like fresh yr <laughs> and it was like we capitalized the f and the y and the r so we just like make it for your reality quote unquote oh. that, was our, that was our like motto or whatever so did you make and a real account for it yeah we it's actually still up so if you like search up like fresher llc you will find our social media account and wow. it was on like facebook and instagram and i think we made like a snap so we can like send out stories so basically our business was just um i don't know if you've heard of like blue apron or stuff like that mm-hmm. it was they deliver food to your door so you can make like fresh food so you can make those meals the ingredients right yeah so it was pretty much that that seems like you have to miss out on that too 
Yeah, so no presentation. <laughs> Were you looking forward to it? Um, I was because we get to skip school for it. <laughs> oh, but you get to skip school now too, sort of. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. Not when everyone else gets to skip school too. I was gonna ask you guys next about AP testing as Asian Americans. Are you, I'm going to assume that you guys are both taking one or more AP tests yes. here. Yeah. Can you confirm that? <laughs> uh-huh. I guess yeah. they both said yes. Somebody would have been. I don't even know why I had to ask. Uh, it's just assumed. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was going to qualify. No, he doubled down on the previous statement. <laughs> so I do know, I did hear that AP tests will be done online this year. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, do you think that AP testing online is an advantage or a disadvantage? Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's so bad for me. It's easier for people to cheat and stuff, so there won't be as much of a curve. <laughs> And then, like, ah, it's only 45 minutes long. There's no multiple choice. It's just pre-response. And normally, the multiple choice is easier for me. So I'm, like, nervous. Yeah, that's true. What class? What, no what subject? What subject is this for? Oh, it's for all, all subjects. Wait, so for all subjects, no multiple choice anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all free response and it's 45 minutes. For, for English, I don't know how they're going to do English because yeah. English is normally like an hour, an hour of multiple choice and three essays. Yeah. Or 45 minutes, multiple choice and three so, essays. So instead of, because it was online, right? And I'm guessing they want to avoid, you know, cheating as much as possible and more fair ground. They're pretty much making it like a new ballpark. Like you can't really study for it. Um, the same way, right? Can you? Um, I mean, so they said that they're gonna like be posting um, new content for us to study, and uh, they're supposed to release um, this Friday, like the layout of the exams, okay, um, and how they're gonna like do that. Um, but like, yeah, for me personally, it really sucks because our teacher she taught us what most kids are learning now. Um, in September through December and that's the portion that's being cut off from the exam oh no so that's 35% of the exam there's still essentially I think what they said was just no multiple choice it's all free response and we already do free response like we already practice it throughout the year and stuff and they're they're cutting off the material from each subject that like most AP classes in America have already covered, so they're only cutting off the stuff that most people haven't covered yet. Okay. Um, so like, that's, good. that's fair. Yeah, so for the stuff that, for the classes that I'm taking at least, I already know everything that's on the exam. So most of it is just review and stuff. Except for physics. Physics C, my teacher was like, oh, we only have like two more weeks of material. I'm just going to finish it. But it's not on a test. Uh, <laughs> I don't have motivation left to learn any of it. <laughs> so I'm just floundering right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that, that's not fair either, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I don't know anything that's going on. See, like when I when I did APs, some of them I only took a few in high school. I didn't understand how important they could be uh, because I just didn't do enough research about college. At least for me, going to a state university uh, in New Jersey, at Rutgers, I went to Rutgers. So scoring a four and a five for specific classes, like you need a five to not take it, and those classes are hard in college. So, like, if, if I could have skipped some of the classes, they weren't even important in my major. But if I had gotten like a good AP score in chemistry, for example, I could have saved an entire year of chemistry classes and labs, which I got bad grades in in college. So like AP scores are really important. That's why I'm asking you because I would think that if you had to take it online and there was like a disadvantage for that. And really, even if it is a great system, the lack of familiarity with the system is always going to be a little unfair, you know? Mm-hmm. This episode of the Woes Podcast is brought to you by Wi-Fi Issues with Dorothy. What? Is it working? Hello? 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 Sorry. Hello. I'm back. Sorry.
Wait, hello? Is it working? I... My Wi-Fi sucks. I'm so done. Every time I speak, it either just shuts down or it lags. Bruh, bruh. <sighs> Uh, moving on from that, I do want to ask, I like to ask this question every time. How has your faith been in this situation? I guess throughout the last few weeks, being at home and not being able to see friends and not going to be able, not being able to go outside. How has your walk, spiritual walk been? Um, It's definitely impacted my spiritual life a little bit because everything's lazy. You're just at home the entire day. So I don't have the motivation to like get up and do anything like my Devo life has been slow, like, but I'm like, I'm lucky to have a lot of friends who like will reach out or that I'm willing to reach out to and then we can like do Devos together. I'm slowly getting the habits back. Sometimes when I dwell on it too much, I get like really frustrated thinking about like the things I'm missing out on or like, cause like it had to be 2020, right? Mm. Um, just asking God a lot of whys, but it's not like I can really answer those questions what does uh, group devos look like for you we facetime a lot of the time we either follow a devo plan like the bible app we follow a devo plan we take the the passage that's in it and then we just take it out and discuss it on our own and christy and i last night used like a randomizer <laughs> like a bible randomizer <laughs> We ended up with Ecclesiastes 11, I think. It was actually really good. No way. It was a really good passage. What did it say? What did it say? Yeah, we're the individual fans. Yeah, <laughs> we okay. old people. We focused on... Okay, so we kind of went verse by verse. We, we Okay, so because we're at home, right? Normally when you use the Bible app, you just read it, you leave. But we were able to like really analyze it. So we were talking about... Verse 9, where it says, Rejoice, O man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes, but know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. So at first, it's like it sounds like he's like encouraging you to walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. But then like that's not what the entire rest of the Bible says, right? Because <laughs> then, I don't know if it's being like passive-aggressive or just like subtle, but he's saying like, if you're living for yourself just keep in mind that god is judging you later because in the verse before it also says but let him remember that the days of darkness will be many all that comes with vanity if you put it in context of like our situation right now as seniors like prom graduation like senior assassins all the things that we're missing out on um that we're supposed to enjoy in our youth <laughs> in the bigger picture like they're not that important and like we shouldn't be putting like cherishing those over everything else we shouldn't be like letting our faith fall because of those things right so it's kind of like a really good reminder and we use a randomizer too yeah no see that's crazy because gabriel's favorite book is ecclesiastes i almost think that like in the passages he's writing this whole thing is saying that like i've achieved all human success but it doesn't mean much at the end of the day. However, I also think he's understanding because a lot of people will not reach the success that he has and he's not going to try to be like, don't go for it, right? Because like, for example, right now as 24 year old, I can tell you guys that high school graduation was kind of boring. College was more fun, like prom. Spoiler alert, come on. But no, see, so I could say that, right? But it wouldn't mean it wouldn't mean anything from my perspective because you guys are still going through it. So in in order to understand your situation, I have to think about what I was going through in high school. Yeah. The big thing that you're trying to highlight is 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 know what it's worth and know what it costs. But ultimately you are burdened with the freedom to live your life how you're gonna live your life. But what Solomon wants is that absolute transparency of you can live this life that's focused on your youth and focused on your vanity, but know that that's fleeting and that's nothing. But that is an option available to you. So it legitimizes the decision, but it requires that cold honesty with yourself. I'm just encouraged that you guys are still doing something in your spiritual walk, like together. It's definitely encouraged in my own life. I don't really go seek out people to do devos together. And like... When I was teaching Sunday school last summer, and even with the grade below you now in the fall, it's really easy to forget that the, the students themselves are doing things in their own life devotionally. It's like to think that you guys don't do anything at home, but it's really great right. to hear that. Yeah. 
earlier, Dorothy was saying that like you sort of you ask why in these times, like why God, why is this happening right now? Why is this happening to me? And I think it's because life comes down to these chances to like reaffirm and double down on your faith. And when it gets inconvenient to renew that effort that you apply or kind of drift away. And this is just one of those moments that the world provides us where we get to choose. And I think that's the right way to view these situations, even though they're very disappointing to stay hopeful in that. Peter, you, you have to know that's going to you now, I guess. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, um, I feel like, I mean, I guess because of our situation, um, it hasn't really, I guess, affected like my spiritual life as much, but yeah, I'm just really lazing around, honestly, especially like with my schoolwork and stuff. I'm also like, because I have so much time to think, I feel like I'm more aware of like, I guess, his presence in like certain situations. My friend's mom, she's like, works in her church. So recently she made a YouTube so she can like talk to people from her mm -hmm. church, like through by like making a video. And like, she'll like post one every Friday, I think. Yesterday, what happened was she said that, um, like at 4 a.m. she woke up and she felt really like compelled and like called like, called on by him to like um, make a video about why it's important to like laugh or like how you can laugh and like enjoy the times that we're in right now. Um, and so like usually it takes like a whole week for her to edit like videos and stuff and then post it out. Like she hasn't even finished editing the one that she's gonna post this Friday. But um, I was just really encouraged by the fact that she was like so compelled to like, she just wrote out like the entire, like I guess her notes or like her script of like what she's gonna say. And she came up with like a 10 minute video, which she like posted out the, the same day, which was, yeah, I just thought that was really encouraging because I definitely saw like, I guess how God is like working through her. But yeah, I just like me personally, like I guess like spiritually, um, Devos, not so much. Like yesterday, I actually was supposed to do Devos with Dorothy in Antioch <laughs> and Christy, but I did not because I was doing my bio homework. So <laughs> that's not so great, but I feel like in other aspects of my spiritual life, like not too shabby, I guess. That's well, good. That's encouraging yeah. that you're able to take these these moments to affirm where you are. You know, with that strength that you have in your current walk. I also think it's important to find like what gives you peace and spiritual uh, growth in your own life. So don't let just the fact that you missed a few days or whatever get you down for sure. This episode is also sponsored by. Peter's honest responses. Oh gosh. Oh no. Oh, an actual boomer. You play baseball. <laughs> okay. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I don't think so. I like Christmas lights, but eh. Like from a biological perspective, this is actually terrible for the environment. Welcome back. We're going to start with the next segment. Um, one of our favorites is soft move or boss move. I'm going to share a little bit about a story in the news that's a little bit odd that happened recently, and then you guys just have to respond and let us know if it's a soft move or boss move. So here we go. In India, a martial artist broke a Guinness World Record when he used his elbow to crush 256 walnuts in only one minute. Um, previously, he had set records for breaking walnuts with his head as well, and also smashing beverage cans with his elbow <laughs> and coconuts with his head. Wow, real renaissance, man. <laughs> Holding world records for smashing things it's with your heads boss. and elbows. Is that a boss move or soft move? That's pretty boss. 256 walnuts in a minute? 256 walnuts in one minute with his elbow and also with his head. I don't need more context. Does he have like a job? He's a martial artist. Full time? I guess so. That's what Does it's... that fuel the economy in India? I mean, people had to learn, I guess. That's a follow-up question I can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say pending review, soft move. 
Get a real job. <laughs> He's on the in the book of Guinness World Records. For smashing walnuts. One more time. Three times. Wait, four times. Wait, Peter said it's a boss move. I mean, I think it's pretty cool if you can smash walnuts. Like, those are kind of hard. Okay. Boss move because, like, props <laughs> to you for like, for, like, doing that. Like, that's crazy. But also, like, I feel like you could be using your skills to do better things than crushing that. You know what I mean? The new peak of martial arts, 259 walnuts, question mark. <laughs> See, like, the reason why I would ask if it's a soft move or boss move, like, yeah, obviously, like, okay, good job, world record, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like, if my friend came and told me, like, if Gabriel told me, like, dude, or Sam, yo, dude, um, like, I just broke the world record. Like, yo, what for? Like, um, breaking 256 walnuts in my elbow. I I don't know like and he did this four times so you know that he has to practice doing this so not only is he wasting the 256 walnuts look let's and... not assume he doesn't repurpose the broken walnuts all right <sighs> but also the time that he takes to train for that like if you're training that hard for something why are you spending it yeah yeah you're doing nothing for anyone <laughs> except yourself right, at the end of the day you smash walnuts a little bit better than a machine <laughs> yeah Carved like, out okay, of wood. Okay, and what? Like, and what? What is it doing for anyone? His name is in the Guinness Book of World Records, all right? That's a trend. <laughs> okay, I watched, like, a video of this guy breaking world record. It's, like, one of these ultimate Frisbee YouTubers. And he's super good at teaching people how to throw a Frisbee correctly. But he did this one where, like, it was, like, the most Frisbees thrown between two people in a minute. And, like, it just literally stood six feet apart and just, like, back and forth, back and forth. And they use all this music to like make it look so super intense. And I was like, cool. But I did watch it, so I'm the sucker there. <laughs> so soft move on my part. Watching somebody smash walnuts, soft move. Soft move, but hard hit. Dedication to podcasting, boss move. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Last one. Um, there's this article that is titled Christmas lights are back. People try to brighten spirits amid coronavirus fear. So uh, some people are responding in an unusual way by putting up holiday lights again to raise spirits uh, like in their garage sheds outside or, you know, like all the Christmas lights. You set up. Okay, so it sounds like you like it, Dorothy. But um, also over the weekend, apparently Hallmark <laughs> Channel started putting out Christmas movies in their channel. So, Hallmark, Hallmark. so celebrating Christmas in the spring, soft move or boss move? Boss move. Boss, boss move. move. Nothing Why? makes anyone feel better than holiday anything. Like Santa decorations, holiday lights. Like when December comes and you see lights around your neighborhood, nobody doesn't smile at that. But no one's in the neighborhood. But also, like, how bad? How much worse would Christmas be if we also Valid. did it in April? Like, it'd be half as good. Because it's like, oh yeah, those lights are nice, but remember them in April. Yeah, putting up your own lights makes you excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Peter, what were your thoughts on this? You didn't say a single thing yet. Um, I mean, I'm impartial. It was okay. Bruh. Like, you know, I like Christmas lights, but eh. Okay. Seems like low priority. Here's what I want to say. No, no song oh, gets anyone more hyped up than Christmas songs. Like, All I Want for Christmas is You, bro, banger. That, that song is fire. Right. <laughs> I remember when I walked out to Jingle Bells at the last high school football game I went to. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Christmas music. Uh, the Christmas spirit is called the Christmas spirit because it's the best spirit. Christmas just happened like three months ago. Okay, and? <laughs> I mean, three months is long. Yeah, you're right. I'll tell Jesus to wait the whole year before he comes back again. <laughs> okay. No, it's I had to go on Matt's schedule because he didn't want to do Christmas twice. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, I like that. I like that you're excited about it. Like, I, I wish I could be as enthusiastic about it. <laughs> but instead, we will descend. <laughs> Honestly, I think, like, maybe this whole article is just, like, a group of people who got together and was like, hey, we were too lazy to take down our Christmas decorations, and this is a good reason for us. Yeah. So, how do I justify it? Valid. 
in March, I was scared to get away with it. Like, ah, you guys didn't even know, but we were we were smart. We we kept our decorations up. <laughs> so I just want to get your thoughts on a big story right now is the locust swarm, which it's a a, si- a locust swarm the size three times the size of Manhattan sweeping through Africa. So China has deployed what I call duck force which is 700,000 ducks to go and eat the locust because they can eat about 150 locusts a day each. So what do you guys think of that news story? That's a lot of ducks. I'm like, I mean, you want to think in this perspective of the ducks. They, they don't really understand organized military movements. So to be all trucked up in somewhere and then all of a sudden, like you're thinking you're going to die and you just get let go and there's all of a sudden just food everywhere. I feel like animals fantasize about living a Pixar life. And these just <laughs> had that dream come true. Like, now that I think about it, I think I would want to say that it's a soft move. Okay. Because wow. if you think about it, um, like, from a biological perspective, this is actually terrible for the environment. Because um, ducks, like, I don't know what kind of ducks they're releasing. They're not from Africa. So the Fact. problem is that, like, they could kick another, like, bird or, like, species out of their niche by, like, being, like, displaced, like, and, like, put into, like, a whole other continent, whole, like, environment could, like, just tear down just because they release 700,000 ducks. Peter, yeah. you are being a very negative Nancy, but you are reminding me that you are right. Yeah. I, That's well, a very so valid point. Like, what Peter says is exactly right. Like, I always... So when I was in college, I actually graduated with exactly 120 <laughs> credits. So if I had messed up anything, I would have not graduated on time. I scheduled my semester with one credit left and I filled that with a bird washing class. <laughs> when I took the bird washing class, this, it was like- This story just took a turn for the most interesting thing I've ever heard. It was, it was honestly all online work except for three mandatory field trips to- More uh, like three privileged field trips. <laughs> to explore a better side of life. We learned a lot about the environment. So there's two birds I can share from my knowledge, at least for sure, like that do not belong in the American climate currently um, because of climate change and or because of human impact. human human impact, correct. So the first one is like starlings, which you probably know more than I do about Shakespeare, but Shakespeare would write about starlings, apparently. Is that true, Gabriel? Philosophy? Philosophy. <laughs> okay, so I just happen to be really into Shakespeare. And so yet, he does mention starlings. Yes, they are mentioned. So, so it has nothing to do with philosophy, so how dare yeah. you? So starlings are predominantly like they were a European animal, so like just like ducks, China. And some guy decided to bring it to America because they were like Shakespeare fans or whatever. And right now starlings are like terrible for them in American climate because they just tear apart the grass and whatever. I wish I had more like scientifically sounding words for that one. And the other one would be Canada geese. Um, because of the temperature change, that. Canada geese were are, are supposed to be in Canada in the winter in the cold climates, but now like all the time we see Canada geese everywhere pooping, and it does affect the climate too. So everything Peter said, glad he brought it up. I was a hundred percent for duck force, and now we've got to be responsible about it, and that's not great. <laughs> I, I, I had jerseys printed out and everything for us guys. Really? Yeah, they said duck force on the back, and then we. Picked a favorite duck. Mine was going to be pecking or over <laughs> rice. Oh, you're here. <laughs> that is, uh, that would be it for right? boss moves. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be it for soft move, huh? boss move for today. We're going to go to another break. <laughs> Hopefully, we can figure out Dorothy's microphone by then. Please don't cut any of that. I want the huh? <laughs> what? What? I feel like I've got my grandma on the other line. Um, yeah, we'll be back soon. All the great background music in this episode are created by Hoven, one of my former Cine School students. I will put the link to his SoundCloud in the description of this podcast. Here is a clip of some of his music. Welcome back to the final portion of our second episode of this podcast. We are going to move on to a segment we did last episode um, called Teen Talk. So again, I'm going to mention a type of teen slang. And 
I'm going to ask Dorothy and Peter, high school representatives, to explain to me or to tell me if they understand it. So, oh, an actual boomer. So, the Business Insider article, I'm going to take an example that they share. It's called 21 Slang Words Teens Are Using 2020 and What They Mean. And I'm going to verify with you guys if they're correct or if it's being used because some of them are weird and some of them are old. <laughs> Matt, you're like a BuzzFeed boomer hybrid right now. <laughs> anyway, so the word that we're going to focus on today is called stan. So, <laughs> is, that, oh, is that a term? So, so here are the three... Is, oh wait, first of all, tell me if it's a term that you guys use in your life. And yeah, what was the last time you guys said Stan? Like, I can speak for Dorothy. She's said it so many times. See, no. Oh, yeah. Yes, you have. We'll be, we'll be talking about someone, and you'll be like, oh my god, queen, I stand," And then do the kissy face and peace sign. Okay, so what does it mean, then? Please define it in your words. Yes. Young people. My Okay, basically, <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you support something, like, wait, didn't it come from like Mariah Carey or something? Wait. Oh, oh no. Oh my god. No. Wow, Zoom. Not at all. It's an Eminem thing. Wait, wait, go what? on, go on, go on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like when you like avidly support something. Or like you like it a lot, I guess. I'll just say that I don't use it anymore. Yeah, Peter already gave an example. I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> give another one. No, give another one. <laughs> no, sometimes Dorothy will just like we'll be talking about like a singer or something like oh like Nikki from Eighty Eight Rising, and she'd be like, oh my god, anymore. <laughs> like she'll say it aggressively. She's like, I stand. Wait, so okay, Dorothy obviously uses it the most, and she doesn't. She thinks it comes from Mariah Carey. Peter, do you know where it comes from? No. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I think at some point I didn't know what it was, and so I searched it up, and like I just got like some weird definitions. But I think one of them said like stalker slash fan, and I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's like, it's an obsessive fan, almost to the point of being a stalker. Yeah, so actually that's a great, yeah, that's like even more than the uh, article defines it, but, um, so Business Insider was Wait, right. I'm more hip than Business Insider? No, 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 no. So no Business Insider explains it as it's called an overzealous or obsessive fan, um, but it, they mentioned that it originated from Eminem, an Eminem song of the same name. Someone can be a stand of a celebrity or used as a verb, they can stand them. But they didn't mention what Peter said about like stalker slash fan. So the song called Stand by Eminem was like written a long, long time ago. So I think it's very interesting that in 2020, we're using a word, we're slang that was a song that Eminem did that's super old. But the, the, the song is like written from a perspective of a fan of Eminem to Eminem and in a very stalkerish overzealous way like he's like writing like really angry like oh why don't you listen to me like i keep writing to you you don't get back to me i'm leaving my wife like very deep um so yeah so uh the words you're using is originated from music that is before my time hi you guys had to learn something today take that oh. eminem near his prime i would say or in his prime yeah i would say that album was definitely his prime yeah <laughs> You guys are like, Eminem had a prime? <laughs> <laughs> Eminem's prime was like pre-2010s. Yeah, I know. I yeah. didn't listen so, so like, yeah. But he's still, he's still a good rapper, but like, it's different. Godzilla. I listened to Godzilla. Yes. Did you listen to the non-explicit version where you can't hear much because it's just peed out? <laughs> Peter, no, I, no I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Sinners. Back to Ecclesiastes. <laughs> I guess not bad, Stan. Good choice. Um, I don't know. Wait, do I think you don't want to use it anymore? Like, are you embarrassed now because it's a term in Business Insider? No, I don't use it. I haven't used it recently. Like, I don't use it that much anymore. Okay. Dorothy, Why is I love you and I need you to be honest with yourself. Because <laughs> recently, over this break, I've started watching BTS videos 
it's a problem i know okay i know but i have not used that word once in this the past month at least so you don't like them enough to be stan no i don't <laughs> i use that completely wrong i don't like the word stan. oh no <laughs> it's a play on fan stan and stanley yeah, but you use it in a word like I stand for, right? Like I stand for. You don't use it like I'm a stan. I guess you could. Yeah, you do. I'm a stan for that. Yeah, you can say I'm a stan. <laughs> Dorothy, who's your bias from BTS? We're not talking about this right now. What <laughs> mean? Content. V or Jimin? Huh? No. But I will say I've heard the term stan more lately towards a BTS fan than anything else. That's true. But they're good though. Like they're that really good. good. Credit where credit's due. Okay. To finish our episode, I'm going to ask the question to you guys. What's good? So, Dorothy, do you have anything? What's good? Like, just in general? Yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of like going back to, like, Corona stuff. But okay. the Instagram account, Tanks Good News, I just started following them. And it's really cute because like every day he posts like good news. The accounts existed for a while, but like, especially now since everyone's like bummed out, it's really cute because everything is quarantine related. That's a great sharing. That's a good one. Uh, Peter, you had more time to think. <laughs> uh, I think what like like what's good with me is like I guess I have more time now so like you know I have more time to think to myself so like that's that's good <laughs> yeah no you can keep it short, short and simple um Gabriel anything anything on what's good yep uh today <laughs> is Thursday <laughs> uh, no 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 I mean Things are fine. Yeah, I can't complain. Like, okay. like I, you know, I, I'm enjoying every day. I'll say okay. that. That's what's good. Okay. Um, for me, uh, in my life right now, last Sunday, actually, um, I was just actually messaging, messaging Gabriel, and he told me that he was watching the Elevation Church stream with his family. But so this week, I'm glad that Gabe reminded me and I got to listen in on their stream. And the pastor was like, the pastor said that he, he used, he's used to preaching to lots of people in, in the audience and he has no one or very little. But even though there's little people in front of him physically, their, their stream is going out so like very, very widespread. So their stream has like, can fill a stadium of people. So it's kind of to think of that impact and to think of the sort of good content that can come out of this time and obviously this podcast as well like just to hear your stories and hear your life and to joke around and to you know even joke around about like my lack of understanding of english but yeah that would be what's good for me um <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> that's it for this week's episode um until next time i can't think of a way to implement the word stan <laughs> Cut. <laughs> How about stand by me? No, that's so bad. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please do tell a friend to tell a friend to listen as well. Any of your encouragements or just letting us know that you're listening really does give us more energy to put out more content and more episodes as we go along. Again, the intro and background music are created by Hoven in Antioch. And a big shout out to my co-host, Gabriel. Thanks for listening. And as a bonus for reaching the end of this podcast, here's a little clip of me not being happy about being called a boomer. Oh, an actual boomer. (laughs) From the bottom of my heart. Okay. Yeah, don't call me a boomer. I said that last episode. Please don't call me a boomer. I'm not a boomer. If you have to ask somebody to not call you a boomer, you're already too far gone. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha